G'day, and today we're talking about worry. So mind noise has uh, been a really strong topic, and I think you will understand when I say it's probably one of the most important topics that we talk about in uh, Inner Wealth. Let's go through a few things. Firstly, we want to learn the power of silence. Uh, that is the ability to not speak uh, and the ability to not think, the ability to not turn up but be available, which is called listen. Second thing is we want to reduce the, the, the scatter, the, the frequency, the vibrations, the rattling that goes on through a sequence of 20 or so words that I've come up with. So far we've done uncertainty, confusion, doubt, anger, emotion, and today we're doing worry. So we want to be able to control the noises that are going on inside our brain. Now, why? Because once we've quietened the mind, intuition starts to function. That's very important. But more importantly, once we quieten the mind and empty it, once intuition starts to function, the third step, which, is, which I'm going to cover this month, is how to turn on the megaphone. The megaphone is the, the, the thing inside your brain that is actually projecting thought. Now, the science is clear. People know what you think. The science is clear that people meet you in a blink and very rarely change their opinion about you after they blink. Something projects out of us all. If you are at a party with a depressed person, you know they're depressed, you know they're sad. If your partner is walking around the house with a long face, um, even if you were blind, you could feel it. And unfortunately, we don't trust those feelings and we say to the partner or the person, are you okay? We know they're not, but we don't trust those intuition because the mind noise that's going on inside us confuses us. So quietening down the mind noise is step one. Trusting the silence is step two. And then turning on the megaphone is step three. And step three is going to be fabulous. But first, please bear with me while I continue to go through the things that cause mind noise and how to deal with them nature's way, how to deal with them real way, how to deal with them honestly, and how not to have to be a psychiatrist or a psychologist or some such thing in order to just simply quieten down the mind. Today we're talking about worry. So what is a worry? A worry is a rumination. Inside your mind, there is a mathematics taking place. And the mathematics that takes place can either be reconciliation of worry or it can magnify it. And the mathematics inside your brain that will either agitate worry or, uh, or deal with it or suppress it um, comes back to your belief system. Now, worry about something you can change is probably uh, a healthy worry about something you can't change is obviously ridiculous so worrying about the past isn't really the problem we're worrying about 
its effect on the future. So all worry turns in some way or another towards the future. Worry about the future. And I think this is very important for us all because the mathematics of worry is the combative forces inside the brain competing for attention. For for example, there are seven areas of life, spiritual, mental, social, career, financial, health and relationship. Those seven areas of life are all fighting for priority. And so worry can be when something seems right in one area of life, but contradictory in another, and therefore the future seems uncertain. Worry can be that what we, we know that what we're doing right now is not healthy, uh, and we're worried that it will catch up with us in the future. We, we do something uh, that we know has a consequence. Worry can also be that things won't go the way we want them to. One of the reasons that I think the universal laws of nature is really important foundation for us is to eliminate worry. Firstly, on the first law of nature, it, if you remember it, it teaches you that there's two sides to everything. Uh, we already know that. It doesn't really, we're not, you're not learning that for the first time. You've known it all your life. There's two sides to everything. But when you realize that every emotion we have is a lopsided thought, we, we can see the root cause, cause of worry because worry is the, the mind vacillating between the positives and the negatives and the positives and the negative. The second law is everything grows. In other words, whatever challenge you're going through, and this is the experience of my life, that the more painful the experience that I have to go through in life, the more joyful the reward. And it's not about penance or going through something that is, uh, that is a result of um, doing something bad. You have to go through a penance for it. When, when we arrive at a new place, firstly, we didn't expect it to be so good. And the reason it's so good is because we went through a lot of hurt to get there. And so it's really unfortunate a lot of people take their life um, during the course of the pain of transition, the pain of learning, the pain of growing. And we become a different person as a result of suffering, as a result of pain. And so sometimes when we relieve pain from a child or relieve pain from someone, we're saying it's a bad thing, but it's not. It's actually a necessary part of evolving and growing and transitioning to the new thing. Every time I've gone through pain, the quality of the outcome, the quality of my result, the surprise I get, the joy I get at the end of it is equal, absolutely equal to the depth and the length of time that I spent in that discomfort. Worry is worrying that what's going to happen won't be good. Worry is worrying, is, is contemplating or deliberating or ruminating on the possibilities of the future. I always say to people, one way to eliminate worry is just take the worst thing that could happen in the future and accept it. Find the benefit of it and just start to work out how that could be okay. I remember when I came back from New York and the World Trade Center had fallen, I was $57 million the poorer. Our house burned down in uh, Vaucluse. We lost everything. The insurance only gave us enough money to uh, 
to pay out the mortgage. So we couldn't even, we still owned the land, but we couldn't rebuild. So we had to have a, what's literally called a fire sale. Uh, the, the front door of our office in Sydney uh, got padlocked by the landlord um, who actually bought the house, by the way, which is really weird, um, but locked us out with all 35 staff members, computers and all the, uh, the operating. The, the, in that, in, and in that same month, I had 100,000 hate mails from uh, words that I'd put up on, a, on, on my website about a program I was going to run at First Nation Canada. So it felt like the shit had fallen out of everything. It felt like the world was coming to an end. And, but I never worried. I, in some way, I said, well, if I end up uh, painting footpaths or mowing lawns, that's uh, kind of okay. Uh, it's a little easy for me because I don't, my kids are grown up and, and I've paid out their bills. And so I don't have that dependency. But at the same token, I have my things like pride and, and brand and, and things I've worked for. And I just wrote it all off. And I said, worst case scenario, everything's gone, which it, it, materially it was, but spiritually I'm still here. And actually, I went through the, the thing that I call the worst case. I lived it. And, and it actually wasn't as bad as I had projected it could feel. So... I think one of the things about preventing worry is to, uh, as I said, uh, um, uh, take the worst case and try to find how it would be okay. I think the other part of it is to learn that everything happens for a reason. Um, the last, the third law of, of the universe is, is uh, that um, nothing's ever missing, just changes in form. And so when we lost our 57 million and we lost a house and we lost everything and we lost the business we lost it all after the world trade center i just said nothing's ever missing just changes in form what's the new form i was traveling the world as a speaker i was going to engagements i was doing corporate training all of a sudden i was back in sydney renting an apartment um and trying to make ends meet but somehow my relationship with clients, my business, and somehow it just found new new ways to express itself. And I wrote five books. I uh, cashed my super in, and uh, and funded myself for for a year writing five books, which sold five copies, which is fantastic. But the most important thing about those five books, it anchored me in the work that I do, and and you know I'm still living off that. What is it? Twenty three years later or so. I think um, the fourth law is gratitude and the, the law of harmony, which is what we think we attract. And uh, if, you, if, you, if you can see it, a criminal moves to a new city, it's not long before they're surrounded by criminals. Somebody at work who's complaining and moping about the company, this and this, and shrinking, um, they attract other people who are also shrinking. So we attract our thoughts. And therefore, um, worry attracts the very thing that it's worried about. So it actually is not necessarily a wise thing to do. So going back to the concept of uh, the mind noise that comes from worry, the solution is a short pencil. Um, ruminating, uh, which is laziness, uh, there's an, just only other word for it. When we are so lazy, that we don't draw four columns and start ruminating on paper. It's because our ego wants us to be right. 
it our ego wants us not to resolve the worry one thing that I say uh, is that the most important thing in human development is a vision so have a vision board do your vision do your daily habits do your goals the most important and a person who doesn't fill their mind with that vision that vision board and their dreams and doesn't do self-talk and doesn't do the back on track every day a person who's not doing that leaves a vacuum now nature abhors a vacuum we know that nature abhors a vacuum and it fills it with worry so the most worried person is the least vision person the more you worry the worse the weaker your vision is the more you worry the weaker your vision is the more you worry the weaker your vision is the size of your vision determines the size of your life there is nothing in human development more important than your vision there is nothing all the inspiration all the fun all the happiness all the gayness all the love all the friendship all the self-awareness all the things you do all the university degrees are nothing compared to your vision a person without a vision fills their mind with worry meet a worried person you meet a person who doesn't have a vision if you have a vision there is no room for worry there is just room for commitment determination and all the beautiful words we say when you find something that's really going to suck you forward into the future your vision is never uh, set in stone so it's a continuous concept of being a visionary of being an evolutionary of being someone who wants to grow and grow and grow at the same time when we go VIP vision inspiration purpose we say grow with a vision be thankful with inspiration and make sure there's a bigger reason for it all that's the solution to worry if you're a worrier and you're not sleeping at night because you're worried your vision shrunk this is Chris bye for now